0: what's up what's up what's up you're listening to another episode of our journey of love podcast it's your girl ashley and i'm here with the husband what up
1: babe what up though
0: listen love's a trip we went from being best friends to being husband and wife and let me tell you (laughs) it's been a journey
1: Tune in as we discuss our fun, inspiring, and at times
0: challenging conversations.
1: Whether you're single, dating, engaged, or married, this podcast is for you.
0: It's definitely for you. So let's take a ride on this journey. So, over the time, my next question that I'm posing to the group, over the time that you all have been together... Has your idea of what it is to be a good wife or a good husband changed over time? And if so, how so?
2: Um, m- mine has changed. Um, I come from a family of a lot of women. Some of who have been married a long time, a short time. And have had one or multiple husbands. And they're all of the same kind of old school mindset of this um, submissive wife who kind of does like everything, the cooking, the cleaning, raising kids, and maybe also having a job. Um, So that's kind of how I was groomed to be a wife. Um, But in my marriage, I've learned that that's not necessarily the person that I am nor does it fit into the lifestyle that we have. Um, I am not a maid. um, I am not a servant. I am not a cook. um, But I offer a lot of other things to our marriage. And I've had to learn to think of my partner as just that, as a helper, um, and not necessarily take on... um, all these responsibilities on my own and still also maintain my growing career Mm. that's just an unrealistic balance and i just remember like kind of hearing the chatter in my ear even after we were married of like my aunts and my mom and like cousins saying well you should be doing this for your husband you should be doing that for your husband well why you ain't fix him a plate or you fix him a plate but where's his fork or where's his drink or this, 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 and this. I'm like, well, damn. <laughs> <laughs> you
3: missing
2: this. You see me out here struggling, <laughs> helping me, chastising me. <laughs> you see it's a client need a boy, get this money I just made five places here. <laughs> so I'm
3: like
2: <laughs> So I've had to like Change my perception of what a wife is Mm -hmm. um because i think a definition of what a wife is or what she needs to do really just based on the husband or the man that she's married Mm -hmm. um and also you know a lot to dealing with who she is as a woman so i've had to kind of ask for help and responsibilities around the house and ask for um I guess more equalness in our partnership Mm -hmm. um, so that I can be my best self and not lose myself in in our marriage um, and still allowing him and giving him what he needs um, from me as his wife. Mm
4: -hmm.
5: Cool. Awesome. Yeah.
1: Anybody else?
4: I had to change anything. Uh, Basically, I just... um, and I'm not saying this in a in like a silly way or anything. I didn't have to change anything uh, of my perception or anything. I just personally had to just be a better person. So, I mean, I I knew what I wanted and what this marriage and as well as this relationship until when we first started living together. So I knew it was coming. I was getting prepared for it. Uh, but my whole my whole outlook on our relationship in marriage was just to be a better husband and um, be able to support her in the best ways possible, as well as uh, understanding my role and not doing things that I'm not supposed to
3: mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm.
4: I just had to be a better husband and a better person, individual to her uh, along the way of what I perceived a marriage and a husband was supposed to be. So mm-hmm. just being a better husband to, to her, the needs as well as our needs. So,
1: Okay, cool, 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 cool. So anybody else?
6: Well, for me, my perception never changed because I I based mine off of what I grew up with. Uh, My mom and dad, they were married for a very long time up until my dad passed. Um, So what I saw in my household, I didn't see my mom. All she did was, you know, cook and clean. She didn't work. No, my mom went to work. Um, she also cooked and cleaned. My dad went to work. He cooked and cleaned. They did everything together. Everything was just about being together. Um, the type of respect that my dad had with my mom, that's what I wanted in my partner as well. So that's what I look towards. I, I So going into our marriage, that's what I wanted. I think we pretty much wanted the same thing, all about respect. Yeah. You know, treat people how you want to be treated. Um, not this, not this. Um, relationship or marriage that you see on TV where the woman, she's having a bunch of kids and she's at home cooking and clean, not saying there's anything wrong with it. But again, that's not what I grew up with. Mm-hmm. You know, I went to college um, and I worked and I work now. So mm-hmm. that's what I'm used to. And I, and and sometimes you have a partner who, who wants that out of their wife. You know, they want to be the breadwinners. My husband is very supportive. Hmm. You know, he, he likes the fact that I work, He you know, he wants to get to a point where I don't have to work for anybody, but he likes the fact that I'll get up and i go to work and I'm all about my business. You know, I want to make money and I, I like want to do this. Energy. He likes that energy. So he's very supportive. And with him, he came in knowing exactly what he wanted and, um, for your the the way he grew up he didn't have the same household as me but he knew exactly what he wanted mm. to yeah. be as a husband going in mm. yeah. um you, you want to add on to that or no you're good
5: oh you pretty much <laughs> for, me.
3: <laughs>
5: for me for me i don't uh for me i don't i don't believe in like what the traditional guy be thinking about like they want a woman to clean up and behind them all the time and cook for them and all no mm-hmm. i would get up and cook for my wife and you know uh, cook dinner all the time. Mm-hmm. I don't need all that. I can do it. And as uh, far as I working, far as you know, I like I like that energy. But I don't think no man really want their wife to work. You want to you want to see your wife just living a happy life without wanting to work and stress for anybody. That's just me. That's my goal and my plan for my wife not to work for nobody and just work for us. So that's what we got going on now. So you know, we getting there. <laughs> that's yeah.
3: what's
5: up. Nice.
0: The Rubens, do I have
5: anything to add? Well, I guess
7: I would say for me, um, so I guess I grew up completely different from all y'all did because my mom was a housewife um, and she did all the cooking, all the cleaning, raising kids, everything. That was her job. And so for me, uh, like my mom got a job. When my parents were married for over 20 years and then they got a divorce they got a divorce when I was I'm the, uh, I guess you call it the change of life baby so when <laughs> I came along you know, they were already towards the end of their uh, marriage <clears throat> and I don't know if I was the I was the, the one that was supposed to save them or something, I, I'm not sure but um, just seeing uh, that and then like my parents were divorced my mom got a job, she became a nurse that was the only job She did that from when I turned four, four or five years old. And so I I grew up with living with my mom who went to work, but who definitely believed that um, only a man could raise their son. So even though they were divorced, they were thick as thieves to make sure that my dad raised me the way that he thought I should be raised. I don't know.
3: Mm -hmm.
7: But which is... A good and a bad thing, because growing up, when I thought about uh, how my wife should be or how I envisioned a wife, I envisioned a housewife. I envisioned a wife that was going to take care of the kids. We're going to have a football um, crew of oh, kids, and she's going to take care of all of them. <laughs> and do all of the cooking. And the clan and I was going to go to work and make the money and come home and, you know participate in whatever husband do the duties I needed to do but as you see I married a very strong independent um, career driven woman and so all of my thoughts of what a marriage is supposed to be literally went out the window I mean I was flying at the seat of my pants at this. I had no idea. When I came into the marriage, I had to cook. I had to clean. We had some dogs. They were like our kids. I had to take care of them. I was like, this is not how it was supposed to be. you know. Uh, but in doing that, I just learned that my thought process of what a traditional marriage is supposed to be was not how my marriage is supposed to be. You know, it's okay if you have that housewife that does all that. and That's fine. That's your business. But for us and for uh, for us to work out, you know, some roles, I, I was going to say roles had to be reversed mm-hmm. because I don't, I guess at this point in my life, I don't believe in gender roles. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll take out the trash. I know I don't want my wife out there taking out the trash, but I, I got that, you know, but <laughs> I think that, I mean, I can cook, she can cook, I can clean. She can clean, mm-hmm. you know, I mm-hmm. changed the baby diaper, she changed the baby diaper. Mm-hmm. you know it's all fine, and so I want my daughter to grow up seeing her daddy doing things around the house so that she knows what to expect and what to look for in the in the man when she starts that process of dating and looking for a a forever spouse for her you know i don't I don't want her. In the house, cooking, and cleaning, and slaving away. You know, I have a child now. I think about it. I'm like, mm-hmm. no way. I would not want my daughter doing that. You know, mm-hmm. you need to find an equal partner mm-hmm. who oh! will support you in everything that you do, and you know, just just be there for you, have you back. And so, I had to learn that, and I'm still learning, of course. But yeah. Oh! What about
0: you? She agrees. The baby agrees. Right. She like, yeah, daddy. I hear you. <laughs> <Please> <laughs> agrees. <laughs>
7: I knew you,
1: Daddy.
8: Me, um, I had a combination of things. So, my parents have been married for over 30 years. And so, I was able to see at least a unit that was consistent and loving. Like, they went on dates with each other. My mom worked seven real days. Cute,
3: real. They are cute, y'all. They are
8: real They are real cute. <laughs> they, they, um, My mom worked at Kellogg's, so she was working seven days a week, 12 hour shifts, Mm -hmm. and she would still come home and cook and uh, make sure we was in private school doing our homework. I felt like my parents were really hustlers and I and so I thought that that was like really great on my parents have to be able to create some that you don't necessarily see. And so I think, um, that's a big part of like our relationship is that our marriage can be something that you may not necessarily see. Like our relationship isn't exactly like my parents. Um, and when I think of a lot of, uh, people in my family a lot of a lot of people have children but most of them aren't married in my family so i don't have that many examples to look to um other than my parents and so but i, I think it's important that when it comes to black love that you set your own example and mm-hmm. that it's not always something that you have to see see, see outwardly mm-hmm. because depending on that then you not might not might not uh, have the ideal marriage that's fit for you too um Definitely. so i think that's kind of the,
7: yeah, because i would say my my aunts and uncles everyone in my family got is still married except my parents and they all are very traditional like uh mm-hmm. marriages you know a housewife and my aunts have never worked you know they're always been the you know per- person taking care of the home and my uncles have all worked so it was weird for me to live a different life and i can see now my uncle's looking like oh you you cooked I think when someone came over, they they said, "Oh, you real domesticated."
3: They did. Really? Real wow! Process. They tried you. Wow. <laughs> a <laughs> man, take that like you're you're in real
7: <laughs> 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 I'm like, yeah, I know how to make some barbecue sauce. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> we all eat in this house, right? <laughs> so yeah, it was, yeah, changing that that thought process, that mindset. You know, that was a that was a challenge, but. I think we did
8: it and doing yeah. it pretty well. And I, I, and I think it helps also to help advance your family's uh, viewpoint of what marriage can be. Because mm. I remember um, earlier last last year when I went to Kenya, uh, one of my uh, family members was like, I wouldn't be going to Kenya um, if I was a newlywed, if you leaving your husband all alone. And I was like, a man going to do what he going to do whether I'm here or not. I'm gonna go to Kenya. So, <laughs> so like, <laughs> just just, just uh, expanding what people think a marriage should look like. I think it's good for both sides.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Dang, that was some good feedback. I, yes, y'all. I love yeah, that. It's it's
1: excellent <laughs> to hear y'all, y'all's stories it of is. the untraditional mm-hmm. marriage. And on, on as far as ours is concerned, I've always looked at it as it should be be that way in my personal opinion. Even though my parents been together thirty plus years and, you know, my dad he went to work. My mom went to work and, you know, she cooked clean and my dad he just went to work and <laughs> came home and yelled or whatever and went to work. So but I did not I d I didn't I didn't I didn't want that. And most of y'all know my dad, so y'all uh-huh. already know how he yeah. is. Yeah. But um uh, but I didn't want that for me and her because I came in, look, I know how to cook clean. You don't have to teach me, you know, I don't mind cooking, cleaning, working. If you want to work, you know, go, go, go get your degree or how many degrees you want to go get, go get it. Whatever profession you want to do, go get it. I got your back. Yeah. Because I think that's, and I think that's starting to happen with, our generation and i think that's what we need to teach our children to push that get that old mentality mm-hmm. changed and yeah. let us and and set this new bar of it's just how you and your spouse is evenly yoked
0: mm-hmm. Doesn't and, and and
1: just such a way you want to and that's and that's the only way it's going to work because mm-hmm. doing it the old school way everything ain't ain't old school no more Every, you know, we different now. We got right, right. social media. We got all kind of stuff now. Right. <laughs> they ain't have all that. They was doing right. through different times. They were going through wars and slavery and mm-hmm. discrimination mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So it was, things are different.
0: Yeah, we just got new war. But um, I know for me, I grew up in a single parent household. Um, so I didn't have, well, I don't know I didn't have. I think my only example per se were my grandparents. So, of course, they're older. Um, and while there were elements of the relationship I I wanted, there were elements I didn't. You know, so like we talked about the the old school mindset. You know, my my grandma she did the cooking, the cleaning, the laundry, in addition to going to work and. I didn't want that, you know, but there were aspects that I loved. I loved how my granddaddy cherishes her and still to this day, how he protects her, how he makes sure that she has the things that she needs. So it was that aspect that I wanted. And I didn't want the, I need to come home every day. And I have a a task list of 20 additional things to do after already working X amount of hours at work. Um, So for me, that was kind of what I saw. Um, like I said, I was single parent, um, I was in a single parent home. So with my mom, I saw her as the one who did it all, you know? So she, she did everything. Um, so I was, I know before we got together, I was never really, um, I was always raised pretty much not to be dependent on a man period. You know, so whatever you needed, you need to figure out a way to get it in the discussion. You know, um, so I know that was one of the things as far as what would be a good wife in my head. I was just like, uh, I struggle with the fact essentially of letting him be a good husband because I'm like, oh, no, I got it. You want not got it. I'm good. I got it. I'm good. I got it. He's like, actually, I got you. Yeah, but I got it. You know, that was, that was my thing. Um so I can say my thought process of being a good wife has has definitely changed. Um I think we're more partners like most of us has has spoken on on the panel that we're we're partners, you know. There are no quote-unquote gender roles. And you know, no. if the dishes need to be done, just somebody do dishes, you know. Um and I I appreciate that and I appreciate the fact that um You know, we're not like you. Some I can't remember who said, but we're setting a new idea of what marriage can look like, you know. And I I think it's important that people behind us see that marriage is it really is fun. Like at the end of the day, it's definitely work. I ain't going to ever lie to anybody about that, but it's fun. It really is fun to to wake up with your best friend every day and just do life with your best friend. Mm -hmm. It's really fun. Um, and I don't think a lot of people see that They see all the negative That comes with it and I really Want them to understand like no th- Marriage is dope for real it really mm-hmm. is <laughs> so, And I
2: think that like being in this quarantine Is really like highlighting that like,
3: Yes yes. I
2: don't envy single people right now Cause I'm just glad to have Like a good ass quarantine partner. Right <laughs> like, okay. It's day 97 In the house Let's think of something
3: else
2: to do.
0: Yes, what do you want to do yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> yes, ma'am.
2: <laughs> made, I got a good
8: quarantine
2: partner. Mm-hmm. He yeah. gonna try out all the food that
5: I'm making mm-hmm. and not gained a
8: single pound, job. <laughs> Correct. I'm a
2: little upset about that. Not we'll gain a single pound. I
5: do <laughs> <laughs> We was quarantined before this virus. <laughs> <laughs> we was in quarantine before. <laughs> just us, no family, no nothing here. Just us, and yeah. we do everything together. So
0: yeah,
6: definitely.
8: are y'all from Boston?
6: No, we both we're, we're from, from Memphis.
8: Memphis, Memphis okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
6: uh, we went to East High School. We went with Terrence. Oh, Fillmore, Fillmore. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. cool.
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: So, guys, how have you kept the fun and romance in your marriage? Mm. Doop, doop, doop.
7: What? <laughs> this wasn't on the list of
3: questions.
7: <laughs> 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 he memorized it. He said, uh uh-uh. uh, you ain't asked
3: that. <laughs>
7: well, I ain't going to say nothing crazy.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
7: Please don't.
3: <though. laughs> have you kept fun in romance?
7: Hmm. I would say just trying to be, um, I don't know, doing something like, for instance, last night we had date night, um, movie night, and we do it in the house. Like You can't go to many places. We up here in Cincinnati, we don't know anybody, so we can't leave our daughter with anybody. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. we got to get creative. And um, we just, like, I don't know, do little things with each other, um, keeping it, I not know, sweet. Mm-hmm. You know, if that's the right word and lovey dubby, all of that stuff. Yeah. You know, it is what it is, but you gotta do it. Um I, and know. I I feel like um even though
8: we've known each other for eighteen years, I don't think we ever assume that we know everything or that there's nothing else to learn or that people don't change. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like for one of our Valentine's Day gifts that I got for Terrence was um, this. It's 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 a uh, tantra classes, and so mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, he done looked off.
3: <laughs>
8: so, oh, clutch the pearls. You didn't put this on the list of questions. <laughs> <laughs> and so it, it's it's kind of cool. It's like a um a, web, a website where they like talk about um different ways like to um I don't know kind of like spice certain things up like certain things you may not know Mm -hmm. like you may not know different ways of how to like create orgasms like you've been thinking you're doing it correct all these times and it's like there's there's new ways and so i think (laughs) both of us being open-minded um look at (laughs) him i think we're pretty open um to always learning new stuff so i i think it's good
7: yeah that's cool that's cool I'm, i'm open i'm willing to learn more and more i mean why not this is your spouse you know, do things with you. I, we got to be together for a long time. Right. Okay. Right. A long time. So I'm open, willing. I, hey, hmm. I'm I'm comfortable with what I do. <laughs>
3: hey, you
7: didn't have things, to explain. I can learn. Maybe I don't know everything. You know, teach me. <laughs>
8: Mm-hmm. Y'all got some breathing exercises for me, then I'd be like, okay, only exercises. <laughs> do only exercises. <laughs> but, um, uh, we, I think I think it's good that we're both open and willing to learn, and not just stubborn in our own yeah, ways. yeah.
3: Kind
0: of mm-hmm. I like that. Mm-hmm. I like that. So you gonna sign up for some class? Excuse me. You, you gonna sign up for some classes? Whoa, whoa, that's
1: their relationship. <laughs> Wait.
6: Um, for us, we we pretty much date. We go on dates every weekend because we're off. Um, I know for him, like one example, he, he's very romantic and sweet. But uh, for my birthday in September, um, COVID, COVID was high in numbers, of course, and I was getting ready to have a surgery. So instead of going out for dinner like we usually do, he, he made me dinner and he dressed all up. He had a little... Um, what do you call that a little like a like a apron with something all sweet that he got made and he had flowers and um had wine and had music playing as if we actually went out and Mm -hmm. we had our own party you know Mm -hmm. um for valentine's day same thing or whatever we we typically we we really don't care for valentine's day because we show each other love every single day Mm -hmm. but um we were gonna go out to dinner, but he said, "You know what? Forget it. Let's have our own party at home." So, that's that's how we typically do. Yeah. Um, also, we surprise each others each other very often with gifts. You know, if I hear him mention something about, he's he's big on watches. Mm-hmm. You know, if I hear him talking about a watch or something like that, I'll surprise him with the watch. Or, you know, we you we know we, the watch <laughs>
5: I was talking about. We late. surprise
6: each other. <laughs> <laughs>
5: You watch out someone the other day. I I say the same. I say the same It's just living life. I think when you first make that step of want to be with somebody, you should already know what you want out of life. Mm -hmm. So when you know what you want out of life and you bring it with a person, you know, you can't help but to have everything you want. Mm -hmm. You know, you don't make like a lot of people make mistakes and you see a lot of people uh date people and they don't like, you know, because they don't know what they want. They don't know that person. They have kids with a person and it never works because they never got a chance to get to know each other, and nothing like that. Like I think that I always have knew known what I wanted. And uh you know, it's so easy. You know, being with her is so easy making her happy because it makes me happy. You know oh,
0: that's
3: sweet.
5: That is sweet. Mm-hmm. I didn't drink fruit glasses of wine. Hello, a little
8: tipsy, y'all. <laughs>
3: hey, I feel so, like
1: hey, he relaxed. I've been drinking fruit glasses of wine. <laughs>
3: um,
0: Gary, and Amber, do you want to tell us how you keep the romance and fun in your relationship? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I've
4: been Gary. i been the man through the pandemic at the time. So it's, at this point in time, just uh, remembering who we are getting back to who we are and just doing the small things so that we can keep the romance and, uh, keep the spiciness in the relationship, uh, within the realms of what we're doing. So like I said, I'm working on getting that back. So uh, I'm starting with the weekends, doing things on the weekends and maybe going to the park, walking around the park, doing things of that nature. Uh, as we, uh, Game momentum back during
2: this pandemic and get things back on track. Mm-hmm. Full disclosure, nothing's open here. Outside is open. Yeah. But, like, that's it.
0: Wow.
1: Well, you know, yeah. you can always come down to Atlanta. Yeah. Everything's
0: open. Listen. Every, Everything's open in Atlanta. Atlanta, Atlanta never closed. See here. Atlanta never closed. <laughs> they, Atlanta <laughs> never
2: closed. Um,
0: we've been open this <laughs> whole true. pandemic. Um, Y'all get throwing them. parties and
3: Really? They don't say
5: nothing about them having parties.
0: They've said something, but it hasn't stopped. They don't
5: enforce it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's it's, y'all wild out there, huh?
0: That's why I be in the house. You got to realize they
1: do a lot of things down here that people don't know that they don't show on TV. But yeah, I mean, a lot runs down here. You know, they do movies. How you watching your movies at home? They make it down here, so. Right, so you got a lot of businesses. You got a, you know, the Mm -hmm. airport, of course. Yeah, so Hollywood making
3: a movie
4: too. Don't don't don't.
3: (laughs) (laughs)
1: Yeah, but you know, that's black folk. We we don't we don't like to listen.
3: (laughs) 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 Oh
0: my goodness! All right, so I want to ask this question. I think this is an important question to. To be asked, what does black love mean to you?
3: I hmm.
7: So for me, black love means a lot of different things. It means understanding, uh, acceptance, um, beauty, and um, uh, black love is history. Uh, uh, black love is a lot of things that. I I don't think you can put it together in, like, one word uh, because it has so many different um, facets, I guess. Mm -hmm. You know, just how, like, Black people come in all types of colors. You know, I think the love also comes in all shapes and forms. And, like, just from this conversation with all of us, I can see the Black love radiating from all of y'all, from the different things that y'all said, you know, you say you look at uh, Calvin and Marquette, you look at it there. Look, the big teddy bear over there. Mm-hmm. You know, he's a great guy. And Amber and Gary over there, we see y'all. Like, and I've known Amber for a long time. You know, I remember her from French class. You know, and just, you're right, Madame Seals. Like, we was in class together. Uh, just, just seeing all of y'all, I can see that what I think Black love is Maybe different from what you may think black love is, but it all is black love because I, I don't know, it's just a beautiful uh, rainbow of things. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, at, at things, emotions, uh, whatever you can think of.
4: Taking anything with Terrence, just see it. And I can't sum it up in one word as far as being connection. Because like what we're doing right now is connecting. Uh, we connect with one another, and everything about the history, our language, and everything is a connection down to the next generation. So I think uh, Black love in general is a true abundance of connection with one another as well as your around. So uh, that's, that's why I generally look at it as, as regardless on like you all said, we learn each other and learn new things about one another every day, every year, as we grow together, you know, learn the ins and outs. As we communicate more, we connect more because now uh, it's not hard for us to, to, to misread that, those body cues that we were misreading 10 years ago. It's very easy to catch on to what that really means and how we can support that individual at that time and connect with that particular situation and be able to grow. So yeah. like I said, I agree with everything Terrence said, and, but I will sum it up in one word and use it as a connection.
2: I'll say that it is this like unspoken level of security and comfort mm-hmm. um there's so many challenges and demons and so much fighting us outside of the home and outside of our relationship you know with like the protest and and the civil this civil injustice and the fact that shit is probably more racist now than it was when our parents were our age. Mm -hmm. Like, just so much going on in this world. And to know that, one, I can come home and have this, like... I don't have to explain what's going on in the world because he's also experiencing it Mm -hmm. as well. Or, you know, I see another Black couple or another couple of color, and to not have to... Explain Mm -hmm. it's already Mm -hmm. just this basic level of understanding, um, and that like motivates me to like protect black love even more. Mm -hmm. So, like, when I see another black couple, I'm like, okay, y'all, I see Mm y'all, keep it going, keep it going, Mm -hmm. and like just continuing to you know, not just invest in them and encourage them, but to also continue to invest in. And encourage ourselves as well. Cause there's so much in this world, like fighting against us, like the fact that y'all might keep messing up. <laughs> 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 like Yavin said, it's always <laughs> something. But to know that this black man that I married just already understands a lot of the struggles that I face in this world as a black woman. I mean, yeah, he's seen it from, from the perspective of a man. But it's a lot of, like, racial injustices that I face as soon as I step out the door. Like, just to be able to come home and take that shield off is
3: hmm.
2: otherworldly.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. You know, I'm second like mm. that. You want to go? No, go? Go ahead. ahead. Go ahead. No, go
6: ahead.
3: We'll talk first. We'll go. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
6: black love is is pretty much a display of admiration for the black man and the black woman. Um, it's it's the love uh, for our for each other, for our people, our culture. Um, black people, we see the world different. Mm-hmm. We have different experiences. Mm-hmm. So. So it's more so of loyalty, showing loyalty, uh, showing respect for each other, um, having strength, understanding, um, working hard to last forever. Mm-hmm. Um, it's having each other's back through thick and thin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, black love is also is raw, it's beautiful, it's pure. Um, but at the same time, black love is also normal, you know, like we what we see on TV, what they display on TV with other races, mm-hmm. that's the same with us. Exactly. Yeah. Except the thing is is the other the the other part of the world don't see that. They don't we see us. it. They
3: don't see right.
6: us. But they they don't see us as They're having they don't want to see it. Um
3: exactly.
6: and after everything that black people went through in this country, knowing that it's possible that a black man and a black woman can come together yeah. as one and uh enjoy this life just like everybody else so that's that's what black love is to me
3: yeah shame to me mm.
7: oh, was yeah, so i love nice. that black love is normal i, I yeah think about this stuff like yes it's normal. It, really is normal it is normal i i, I believe that and no. it is It is. It's just that we don't have. the,
0: Yeah, we don't have a platform really to really express the positivity um, as it relates to black love in general. Like you said, the media portrays us in such a negative fashion um, and gives us such a bad rap that a lot of people are believing what they're being fed, you know, so understanding that black love does exist. Um, it is beautiful. Like all of you have said, and I really like what Ember said is that it's like, it's, it's a safety there. Like you can come home and you can just woosah, your partner really understands what it's like to be black, you know, and you can just put everything out You can, you can bear your soul and you know, they understand where you're coming from. So there's a comfort with that. Yeah. So you have anything, babe?
1: No, everybody had um,
0: the good
3: answer, right? <laughs> everybody <laughs> had
1: good. The, everybody's answer was different. Was great. Mm-hmm. Um, I enjoy, it. and and it, it, and this is this is a lot to me because I'm a, a part of everybody who's on this show right now. I know, yeah. known y'all for so long,
3: mm-hmm.
1: and just to see that everybody has blossomed and and grown up into our our thirties, and it just it just it just amazes me that. That we can still carry on the, the black love that for our generation, then we can keep it going.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And
1: and and it, it shows proof that we can do it.
0: And that because it exists, because a lot
3: of people right. think it don't exist. Right. They
1: don't, <laughs> they don't, they, hey, we do like a lost ark
0: out here. <laughs> Y'all married, Right. Ooh. right. They tried to touch you, ooh. Like, I don't want marriage. So, be, being that that you brought that up, um, what is the one piece of advice you would give to someone who is considering marriage and may have like a negative, um Mindset against marriage And it's like eh it's overrated Marriage ain't all it seems What one piece of advice would you give That person um, About The beauty That there is within a marriage And marriage in general Mm
6: -hmm.
2: If You are married to the right person Someone who will not see you As their enemy But see you as their Greatest ally yeah. Then that makes navigating this difficult world that much easier.
3: Yeah. And to
2: also have somebody like, it's my best friend. I get to do this with my best friend. I get to. Tra- I already got a travel buddy. I got a food restaurant buddy. I got a movie buddy. Yeah. I got a cuddle bag. I got. Hey, what you want to do? You want to be a <laughs> So I know that, you know, as I move through life and, and as we grow, I've got someone
3: mm-hmm.
2: to experience greatness with. And I get to share that greatness and my own elevation with somebody mm-hmm. who's also elevating themselves.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Now, if you married the wrong person. <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you get what you get. I mean, you get the, you know, the image of <laughs> Black love that you see out in the media. The abuse, the, uh, you know, abandonment, the, all the negative connotations that comes with marriage. You get that if you marry the wrong person. Hmm. And I will say that it's important to know yourself. Exactly. And where you are and where you see yourself going, because we're all different than the person that we were at the beginning of our relationship. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's, un- it's important to have a vision, to know where you're going, to know whether or not that person will be a good fit in your future life. Cause they might be all fun and cool, you know, cool to kick it with now in year one, but mm-hmm. how, how will they handle struggle? How will they handle growth? How will they handle the adversities that comes with life? And do you want that person by your side? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
5: Exactly, yeah. I, awesome.
1: I think um, I think this quarantine, this pandemic has 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 grown some marriages as well. Mm-hmm. I think because it threw it threw some curveballs.
3: Lord some, knows it did. Some <laughs> major
1: curveballs, man. You know what I'm saying? Because this this pandemic, I think it it was good and there was some bad in it. And I think that it it kind of made you grow up differently that you didn't. Very, I guess, being uncomfortable. We put, put that uncomfortable button out there for you.
2: Yeah. Mm. There's no escape from this. No. Where you gonna go? Outside where you not supposed to be? <laughs> <laughs> where you in Atlanta? Where are you going Yeah. Mm-hmm. The balcony where you going? <laughs> we here. Stick this shit out and make it work.
0: Right.
8: Right.
6: <laughs> That's right.
0: Anybody else want to add to that?
6: I think Brandy summed it up. <laughs> she summed it up. I, I know for me, I was I thought I was content when I was alone. I was happy, you know. But once I got in this relationship, we moved in together and we got married. It's, it's definitely fun. Mm-hmm. It's so much better than being alone.
3: Yeah. You
6: know, I actually got somebody to come home to and talk to, mm-hmm. you know. Instead of coming home from work, you know, going in my bedroom or in the living room watching TV by myself. I got my husband, you know. It's definitely fun. Um yeah,
5: she would not and, let me sleep on the couch.
6: Uh, and, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs>
5: she would wake me up, baby, come to bed. Uh-huh.
6: Um but again, you just like just like um Brandy said, um you kinda you have to know what you want before you get into this. Yeah. And if you already know what you want, what you want in a person, the, the do's and the don'ts, the pros and the cons, then you should be fine. It's, it's fun. Who wouldn't want to spend the rest of their life with their best friend? Right
3: Agreed. You know.
6: Agreed. So Brandy, Brandy summed it up perfectly.: Amber Amber, Amber Amber, Amber I'm Amber. sorry. Amber. I'm sorry. I don't know why you said Brandy. I'm tipsy y'all.
3: Brother <laughs> <be so> <laughs> okay, Amber
8: put that finger up. She said, uh, uh, well, I
6: was
8: like, okay, oh, uh, <laughs> just, <sorry laughs> about that." <laughs>
1: Look, I ain't gonna lie, like our screens flipped over here, and I was like, Somebody named Brandon, they <laughs> came in. I lean right
4: over, like, hey, I, mean, I, like
8: I, right I said, Who is
4: Brandon? <laughs> 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 hey,
7: that's how you keep it spicy, Jerry. You got Brandon and Amber over yeah,
8: there, and you're role playing over there. <laughs> yeah, I looked, there? <laughs> and, and he didn't tell me.
6: You
5: made me forget.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Where was the guy that you keep uh, on. Oh, we oh, we I didn't know that. My, my
6: bad, Amber. <laughs> 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 yeah,
3: that's <man>. a couple that stick
6: together.
5: Oh man!
8: <laughs> oh, that is too funny. That I'm is gonna, too. That's
5: gonna make me think about. All of us need to take a trip out the country. Once. Listen, man. I'm down.
0: As soon as they say <laughs> we safe. I love,
5: I love it. As
0: soon as they say we safe, okay? I'm gonna be packed early. I'm, I'm the only one that packed the day oh, up. Man. I'm gonna be packed <laughs> two
8: weeks early. <laughs>
3: By the right. Right. Okay.
8: <laughs> and I would, I would like to say that we are all very lucky to have uh, such great partners. Like when I hear um, my single friends talking about what dating pools they got, it, it's, I mean, it's I mean, scary. They are on, on dating apps, hoping, ho- hoping to get lucky. Yes. And you meet crazy folks. You meet yes. folks you who know, don't brush their teeth. You meet folks <sighs> like, like. I, like, like, you'll be hoping you don't end up on ID. Like, so I, I feel very lucky to not be part of this dating pool Amen. where I got to guess how you feeling, guess who you're presenting, Amen. guess what you're going to be today or tomorrow Amen. or in 10
3: years.
8: Like, I ain't, I ain't got to worry about that. Like, so I feel, I feel like we are very, very, very fortunate right. to be in a relationship where we can continue to grow. Whether we change in seven years, we have someone to grow with and that we can at least C- trust and, uh, you know, ex- have some expectations and uh, be going in the same direction with. Whereas folks out here, they just hoping.
7: Right.
2: Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. you
5: absolutely right. And they try to bring so I'm
2: glad so I ain't out here in any these dating streets. Yeah. Hey, I tell hey, mine
1: all the time. I'm glad I ain't out there either. I'd be like, man, I ain't
2: no it. you It's foggy.
3: You
2: know I'm
0: so many hazards. <laughs> <laughs> oh mm. man you guys you folks know. get their feelings hurt
8: then come slice your whole family up
1: oh like, man
8: I can't, I can't do it i can't do it i
1: can't do it i know that. right but yeah i think i think yeah once uh this virus go down we can get back outside we all need to a- Playing something, link up mm-hmm. or something like that, because you mm-hmm. Lord knows I am struggling. I'm overdue, child. I'm
6: overdue. And there. y'all travel all feel more national. I know y'all struggle Yes, <laughs> as much as y'all like to travel. Yes.
2: So, yes. That's a good question.
1: Are y'all gonna get vaccinated if that becomes a travel requirement? Listen, I know where, where I'm at, where I work at. I, eventually, they're gonna make me have to do it. They're already started already started
8: already
1: started what testing vaccination vaccination, vaccination. Oh, okay. yeah so they ain't already with well, you know because i to, so they ain't already you know kind of told us look by the summertime domestically if you don't have a vaccination you ain't gonna be able to go to certain states oh, wow. yeah it's already it's already happening in the country so i mean you know going out the country but with all the um Oh, documents true, you got to have just to get in and out and all the tests you got to have so, so yeah, they're daughter, going to yeah. eventually and i don't want to say make you but if you want to do certain things you're going to have to eventually take it so unless you're just going to drive everywhere and
0: that's they'll probably make you take it across right. the border but um i mean at oh, this good. at this point in the game for me it's it's still too early i still let everybody else go first and see how it yeah. plays well, out. Days, um, so it. That's where yeah. we at. Because I'm not, I'm not anti-vax at all. I, I, I'm, you know, I don't. It's not like I'm over here like, oh no, I'm never. Vaccines are stupid or you know, uh, it's not that. It's just for me. Um, it's too new, and I just need to see how everybody react and make sure y'all don't grow, you know, feathers and wings first before I'm like, oh, okay, you know. <laughs> I, don't <have> those-
4: <laughs> I don't
3: think I got no wings. <laughs> you, don't have that either,
4: you you took it, Gary. <laughs> Yeah, yes.
0: both okay. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I got
4: to work too work with the homeless population out here, man. I got right. get that. yeah, yeah, right. correct.
0: Yeah. I mean, for those who are in professions where they are constantly at at risk, I understand that. Um, I'm just a little more cautious, just me as a person in general. You know, I like to to have all my information and to see, you know, the people I have known that've gotten it, they seem to be okay. Right. You know, I just need a little more time so I can be like, mm, okay, y'all sure, y'all sure, y'all everybody good, all right. <laughs> you know,
1: <laughs> cause ain't gonna lie, I mean, I, I've been worried because my sister took it, my mom took it, my granddaddy who 89 years old, he took it. Okay. I felt like his his reasoning was. Beyond that, he was like, "If Obama take it, I'm taking."
7: Hey, there you <laughs> go. And so, that on that, right? <laughs> he,
1: he, he was right. Mary had a lamb. He, he was right in line. I was like, oh. <laughs> But I was I was worried, but you know, but they they seem to be all
5: right, and so I'm you know. Hey, I said, let's be white people taking. I'm taking. That's the first time I heard that one. <laughs>
6: Mr. 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 I don't take vaccines. Yeah, but I took,
5: flu shot and, uh, took my first flu shot, and I haven't had a coughing ever since. So, <laughs> my wife was taking the vaccine. I'm taking. It. Right. I, I feel you. I just got my flu shot
7: since uh, the last time I got one was in high school. I've never had and, one. Uh, my wife was like, "We got a baby. We got a baby. That's right. We're unprotected. That's right. The
0: baby." <laughs> protect the baby that's right yeah.
7: that's right so i had to go and get a flu shot and yeah. i mean the dude he shot he was so quick i didn't even know he gave me a shot it's, it's uh, for me. yeah it's i ain't had no after you know it's like, oh, i feel fine i'm good yeah. so when the vaccine do come available for me i'm gonna get it mm, yeah,
4: Absolutely, I mean, i'm getting it. the second dose is a doozy yes
8: that's that, uh, the second dose i was knocked out for about a good 48 hours where okay. I felt really fatigued, I felt like I was burning up from the inside. Mm-hmm. Muscles was dying. Mm-hmm. I was just happy they didn't give me no sterile water. <laughs> that means I got the real thing. Right. It's That
3: it's
4: <laughs> <laughs> It's Working, bro. It's, it's right. You see
2: face,
4: Exactly, <laughs> like, no, you know, no. but just understand, like, like Emma just said, man. Uh, um, and, and definitely, it does. It does give you the fatigue and everything else. But imagine not having the vaccine and actually going through that full fledged
3: Yeah.
8: Correct. Yeah. No, mm. it's now which, which, in, which, in the, which vaccine would you get though? Well, so what'd you, you get? I, I got Moderna too.
6: Okay.
8: Okay. So I mean, Pfizer or Moderna would be the most common, but there's some other companies that are coming out too. So by the time you know, folks getting it who are not in the field it might be other ones out but the two most common would be moderna and pfizer and they both about equal and efficacy
1: what do you think about I that? i
8: think um one thing i i do like that a lot more people have been asking questions about the vaccines mm-hmm. um and so i try to remind people that like because you when you see stuff and you're like i don't know about that i don't know what effects don't happen um sometimes when people have like death or like some type of reaction that happens after the vaccine, it's not necessarily so much the vaccine itself, but sometimes it can ignite something else. So mm-hmm. let's say you had lupus that you was going to get anyway, but you needed a, a trigger. Sometimes the a vaccine can be a stress trigger to your body's immune system. And it's like, boom, and it's not necessarily the vaccine that caused it. It's just, you know, your immune system, um, where revved up. And so I think sometimes that gets confused in um, media when they're like, man, he died. He had a blood clot. Like it's like it just revved his body up and it was like someone was already there, but that revved it up. But that doesn't mean the vaccine in essence caused it Like, or will do it in you, too. And um, most of the stuff in the vaccine, like within a week, you should have metabolized it out of your system. So having long term effects isn't really like something um that you're gonna have because it's out of your system the most that can happen is the vaccine not working for you because like some people just don't i mean your immune system my immune system isn't the same so if i build up some antibodies you might not and that's why they have you do the two dose thing because they're trying to make sure you build up some antibodies but everybody don't build up antibodies the same right. the same as like when kids got chicken pox shots some of them kids still get chicken pox like right. you know it's not to say that you won't get chicken pox or like that you won't build it up but it's just trying to reduce you from having to be in the hospital and dead and you know and it's like uh, when you look at the numbers you don't see nobody dead from the vaccine but you see people dead from the covid so it'd be like you know you know mm. you, you nothing come without risk but it's like choose what you know with what, what the numbers are saying right
2: right Ooh, I hate all it. right <laughs> 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 a lot I go outside again
7: like right correct yeah I want to go outside
2: Dude. man we about my neighbor yeah, got yeah. on
3: the
2: plank with covid and I didn't and they lied and I didn't and then now I'm sick yeah. and dead cuz somebody want to be a you know what <laughs> I'm saying I want
4: to go to other countries. I don't want
2: to be <laughs> correct, correct. You know, I want to go to Japan. We got trips to plan.
0: (laughs) That's right. That's right. Well, y'all, this has been an amazing experience. I have really enjoyed talking to everyone and for everyone sharing their stories and their journeys with us. Um, I just really appreciate it. This was fun. I enjoyed myself. Did you enjoy yourself? I I did. All right. I I enjoyed myself. Um, We are going to... Wrap up this season of our Journey of Love podcast. Mm -hmm. It's been real. I appreciate y'all. I want to just thank all of our listeners out there. Y'all are amazing for rocking with us for yet another season. Be sure to follow us on all our social media outlets, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio. As Bay like to say, we on
1: everything. We
0: on everything, so be sure to follow us. And remember, y'all love is patient, love is time. Be sure to join us here next time.